0: Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week, we're going to be a little more cheerful than last week. Than last week,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's okay, though. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. go up, we go down. We go up, we go down. <laughs> exactly. Just like life, <laughs> just like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, this week, we're going to talk about droids, which you and I both love very deeply.
0: Very deeply. And there are so many. We know the main stars, right? We know the main droids. We're going to talk about them. But I want to hit some of the, like, the one-timers. We saw them once, maybe in one movie. Yeah. Or maybe the underrepresented ones from comics or TV shows that, you know, we saw and then they left. And I just want to talk about all things droids. Because I, honest to God, I wish I had one. <laughs> <laughs> you can make them, right? Oh yeah, you can make them. Yeah, at the Droid Depot,
1: right? Like at uh, where is that? Is it is it in both California
0: and Florida? I don't know. One of the I'm Star assuming Wars lands? I've only been to the Florida one, but yeah, it's at it's at Galaxy's Edge. How much is it? Could you do it? Like, or is it totally oh, unaffordable? I, I don't I don't know. It can't be any worse than making the lightsaber, which was. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It was enough, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's plenty, but worth it,
1: totally worth it.
0: Well, I I just want a real droid, like someone who is as faithful and loyal as most of the ones we're about to talk about, you know? Yeah. Does my cat count?
1: Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Would your cat save your life or would he leave you in a burning building?
0: I think he would save my life.
1: Then I would say he counts. (laughs)
0: Because every time when I'm done with my workout and I'm laying on the floor gasping for life, he comes over and checks on me. So I would like to think. Oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah, he would. He's C-A-T-2-3. <laughs> oh my
1: God, I love that. That's
0: his droid name. I don't know. I just came up with that on the spot.
1: <laughs> that's so clever. I love that. That's officially
0: it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I can't be the only C-A-T-2-3 owners out there, so... What is the two three from? I just made it up because it rhymed. Oh well, it was. It works perfectly. It rolls <laughs> off the tongue. <laughs> it does. I just like I said. Anyway, <laughs> this week is not so much a list but a collection of joy. Yes.
1: If you can't tell, we're already in a good mood about it.
0: <laughs> yes, I. We're like, how often? I mean, aside from those horrific battle droids. And the tactical droids that talk like this. and
1: Oh, I forgot about... I love that one, though, the tactical droids. Well, I they're like what... so
0: dry. I like
1: how they laugh. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. ha,
0: ha. <laughs> okay, so I guess we are starting off with... <laughs> Well, just that just that one, yeah. And that I like one, how yeah.
1: stupid the battle droids are. They make me laugh when they're like, I yeah. guess I just got promoted.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But... yeah. Oh, that... <laughs> oh, no, is that a Jedi? <laughs> oh, my oh, God, no. you're so good at that. Right? Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it must be the long work day I just went through. <laughs> you relate. to feel things, yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like a droid at your job? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I feel like 3PO when people just want to switch me off. And sometimes I feel like Chopper where I'm just waving my arms around going, wah, 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 wah. Like, <laughs> so that depends on the day. Oh, my God. All right, Speaking so how of, do you,
1: I was going to say, how do you want to start this? Do you want to talk about the more famous ones? Or let, let's start,
0: we... let's start with the, the OGs, okay. the OG droids, R2-D2 and C-3PO, Right. They're legends. They are absolute legends. And in fact, I think we mentioned, or it's rumored, or it's a headcanon, or maybe a blend of all of those, that the entire Star Wars saga is told from R2-D2's perspective because he's never had his memory drive wiped. Right. Which is just crazy to me. But awesome at the same time. He's seen everything. He's been in every movie. He's been in every TV show in some fashion. Animated or otherwise,
1: glimpses, Mm
0: -hmm. references, etc. And he's the most irritable and loving, loyal (laughs) companion one could ever want. He put up with the Skywalkers for how fucking long? His two forever generations. (laughs) He he started with uh, Padme, and he's besties with Ahsoka. Everybody loves R two. Yeah, so. Um, I
1: guess it's common knowledge, right, that Padme, Archie was a gift to Anakin from
0: Padme. Right, correct, yeah. And that's how he became vested in the Skywalker line. Right. <laughs> he was gifted and forever invested.
1: <laughs> Could no no escape. Once he was there, he was there
0: forever. <laughs> I mean, he, he he was there at Leia's death. Oh, that's so sad. I know. it. That actually made me cry when I realized he was there with her. Like, yeah. although, honestly, I wouldn't have chosen any other droid to be with me. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so sad. <laughs> I know, but we love him. I love him. R2 is always going to be my favorite. Like, my, just my original can-do-no-wrong type of droid.
1: Well, and he was designed that way, right, to look like a friend, so to speak. Like George Lucas wanted him to look like a little friend, and yeah, who wasn't it Liam Neeson had this story about bringing his son to the set of *Phantom Menace*, and his little Mm -hmm. son like went up and just hugged R two D two because
0: he's like a little. (laughs) It's it's true that I was in a store in at Disney, and they have people kind of in the shadows directing. A real mm-hmm. R2, like a life-size R2 rolling around. or whoop, You know, he does the, the, oh, yeah. the high-pitched shrill, and he'll bump yeah. into you. And no shit, he bumped into my calves, and I went, oh, I'm sorry, because I thought it was a person. And there he was, and he shrieked and went, whee, and he, like, backed up. That's awesome. Because, like, the person can see the interactions happening, but you don't know where they're at or, or what they're doing or whatever because they're remote yeah. controlling it. And the first thing I did was pat his dome. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> like you can't help it you can't so. not do that <laughs> i know i, I got a picture
1: with uh, an r2 with my friend jenny when we were at celebration there's a yes. and they have them at comic-con too people are driving them around yes they're Brilliant. so amazing they're
0: like the real thing uh, and on the flip side c-3po you can't have r2 without 3po right Oh, my God. The original odd couple. (laughs) The original odd couple. In it together for life.
1: Yeah. Hating each other some days. Loving each other the other days. Yep.
0: Uh, Saving each other's asses. Or or (laughs) trying to. Yeah. And it killed me in, I believe it was Rise of Skywalker when 3PO said R2 was his best friend. The best friend he could ever have. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah, the whole
0: sequence, too, when they were, like,
1: making 3PO translate the Sith. Stuff that they were, like, threatening to wipe his memory. I was like, I swear to God, you've killed Luke and Han and, like, like if you
0: also kill Chewie and the droids, I will freak out. Yeah, can we just end with the killing of the original anything? Like, (laughs) Jesus. But it brings up a question that I want to ask now, but have everyone including ourselves think about as we go along do droids feel
1: hmm what a question
0: like do they have emotional bonds or attachments and i i think they do they seem to at least some of them seem to i feel like they were programmed at one time to be just what is it non-sentient yeah And then they somehow evolved, as all things kind of do. They wake up, you know, and become somewhat at least conscious of their owner. Yeah, I mean, think of Tala and Ned B. Oh, Ned B. Yeah, we're going to talk about Ned B. (laughs) He's on my list of must speak of.
1: Yeah, like they're, they seemed to have like
0: a weirdly emotional bond with each other. I mean, you can program loyalty, right? But you can't program... I I don't know. Maybe it's a trick of the hand when it comes to filming. You know, to make them...
1: I mean, you're asking... This question is literally the basis for so many
0: pieces of classic sci-fi. Yes, and that's why I'm asking it. I'm just going to throw it out there now as we go along and talk about these droids because a lot of them are pals or sidekicks or they're with their owners to the... Very bitter end, like you said, Ned B, who's one of the newer droids that we learned about from the Obi-Wan series, and yeah. made me cry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So just know. something to
1: ponder as we go along. <laughs> After the original, the OGs, do you, where do you want to go from here?
0: Well, I mean, there's always the mouse droid, which is also <laughs> in the originals. The MSE-6 otherwise known as the mouse droid, which my best friend Derek has one.
1: That's <laughs> the one that's like a little box, right? Yes, like, yeah. It's a little car that drives around. Yeah. Do you know you know who Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are? No. They're a famous comedic duo. They've done like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and the oh. um, it, the Cornetto trio. Okay. And uh, they became friends because they were sitting at a table like a long, long time ago, And Nick Frost took, like, a salt shaker and, like, moved it across the table and just made a mouse droid sound. And Simon Peck knew what it was, and they've been best friends ever since.
0: Oh, my God. That sounds like something we would do.
1: I know, right? It's, like, such a Star Wars (laughs) friends thing. It's, like, just that tiny thing. It's, like, no one else at the table knew what was going on, and those two were like, I know what you're doing. (laughs) I love it. I never knew that. It's so great. Sorry to sidetrack us, but yeah. I just was like,
0: Star Wars bringing people together, as always. Well, I guess um, if we're talking mouse droid, we gotta talk the gonk. (laughs) (laughs) Gonk droids are just
1: great. (laughs) They seem to do all the odd jobs around the galaxy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're a power droid. So if they need a power bank, they were the original cell phone charger. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why
1: they fuel ships, right? Because it's, they're giving, are they recharging power? Is that what they're doing? Because I've seen them like recharge, or I mean, um, like fuel up ships at like a
0: fueling station. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's my understanding. Interesting. If you need energy or fuel, they got it. They can also be turned into weapons. I was going to say, he also seemed to be a time clock in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I feel so bad for these things. I love them. I mean, clearly, if you look at the earliest renditions, it's some dude with a trash can and like rubber over his legs. Yes. Let's appreciate it for what it is, okay? But they kept it, and they kept this droid in so many things because of its ridiculousness, I have to believe. Well, and also the sound, the gonk, as, as it walks,
1: <laughs> From that same era, so a droid that I've always loved are the two one b surgical droids. Oh, the surgical
0: droids. <gasps> yeah.
1: Yeah, I yes. love the look of them. They have the microphone t- face.
0: Okay. I was going to ask you, are, is it the one that works on Luke in Empire Strikes Back?
1: Yes. Okay, or,
0: they are creepy. They look like skulls.
1: I know, but I kind of like it. It's like, they, they also have like different attachments on their hands. So they can be a claw, like a pincer. scalpel. Yeah, and then they could be like I... needles and shit, which is just terrifying. But I, I kind of love it because they're f- like uh, snout, for lack of a better term, is basically <laughs> like an old 1940s microphone, which I just
0: love. Like, the (laughs) kind that they hold, and...
1: Yes, exactly. Like,
0: I'm doing the motion, but no one can see it. Um, Yeah, those are cool (laughs) microphones, so...
1: I guess the one that treated Luke was a defector from the Empire.
0: Oh, well, that would make sense. But we we also see them in Clone Wars quite a bit.
1: We do. I guess that's kind of when they were invented during the Republic era, Mm -hmm. and then they were carried on forward from there, and I guess there was one... Yeah, um... Palpatine used them to help heal Anakin after Mustafar yes but I also I one of the reasons I really like them is their their voices especially the one in Empire Strikes Back it's just I love that they talk I don't know I just there's something (laughs) about them that they're kind of like humanoid um they're they're just fun to me I they're like stale
0: professors
1: but also a little bit compassionate. But like you said, like a professor, very like standoffish, keeps you... Yeah. It's very professional, but empathetic. It was. True. I find them very interesting.
0: They have better bedside manner than a lot of <clears throat> medical professionals that I've yes. encountered. <laughs> Shit. It's true. Some of Think them are. Think about that. Again, the question, do droids feel? Do they sense? I'm going to keep bringing this up because... This is a much larger conversation, I feel like.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting, like, how much of it is programming? Yeah. And even if it's AI duplicating or replicating behavior that they see and, you know, using an algorithm to then project that outwardly, is that really feeling? Is that just emoting, which is different than feeling? It's an interesting concept. It
0: really is. And you mentioned defector droids. Let's talk about a few of them. (laughs) IG-11 from The Mandalorian, who was the babysitter droid. (laughs) Remember him? He was the reprogrammed, like, assassin droid. Assassin droid, droid, yes. Programmed into a babysitter.
1: (laughs) Isn't Taika Waititi the voice of that? Yes,
0: he is, which I think is brilliant. (laughs) I love that. It's random and perfect and, and everything. I love that. Yeah, that was... <laughs>
1: imagine having that thing as your babysitter. Well, it's such an <laughs> unbecoming exterior. Yeah, that's like a tin can for a head and
0: weapons everywhere else. I don't know, but he made me cry too. Oh. Because he went down in the melted boat or whatever that was in season oh, one. Yeah, I forgot about that that was all duty he was programmed to do that and he did it so the sense yeah. of honor is just like ned b i don't know i'm i'm just trying to connect all of these I, there's there's something about them you know there's something well how
1: sad is it that mechanicals have more honor than most humans
0: it's very sad and i'm not talking about it sad <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a happy episode <laughs> yeah Okay, if we're going to talk about Honor, one of my favorite droids ever is K2SO. Another Um, defector?
0: Yeah, K2 is brilliant. Brilliant.
1: And played to perfection by Alan Tudyk. Yes. Holy crap. (laughs) It's so funny. It's so beautifully timed.
0: His whole design... Is so bizarre. That droid, they like are hunched. They're so tall that they are like, hun- yes. they have a hunchback almost. Their arms come down, like their fingertips come down to their knees. <laughs>
1: and man, he backhands Cassian like a bitch. And- Honestly, though, that like the weird shape lends to a lot of really good physical humor. It does. When he's holding Jin Erso's bag and he just drops it on the ground and he's like, hmm. <laughs>
0: And when he looks I at her, like, it. with the cock of the head and those yeah. two little round eyes, like, there's sass <laughs> in it, even though it's just, you're exactly right. The physicality of it lends to its humor. When, when he,
1: I think my, one of my favorite parts with him is when he asked Cassian if he wants to know the probability of Jin using the blaster on him, and he's like, it's high. It's very high. <laughs> Would you like to know the probability of her using it against you? It's high. Honestly, he has got so many good lines about how they'll be blasted into outer space and died. He's like, well, not me. I'm a droid. I can survive yeah. in space. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's wonderful. I loved him. I really hope we're
1: going to see him meet Cassie in oh, the show. Oh, my
0: God. I... I would, lo- we need the return of K2. We do. Yes.
1: Because he, again, his honor, like holding off the bad guys, again, sacrificing yes. himself, that was very depressing for me. It was I was so sad. So sad. Yeah.
0: It, it, it's, uh, I mean, not that the rest of Rogue One was a, a trip down, you know, <laughs> yellow brick <Yes>. road, but <laughs> <sighs> K2, I would love to see him again. Even if we don't, I feel like. He has left his mark in yeah. the Star Wars Star Wars world.
1: He's one of my top. I I'm tied he's between tops. him and Chopper because they're kind of similar,
0: and Chopper was, is so good. He's the best, <laughs> voiced by none other than Dave Filoni. Even though he doesn't really say <laughs> anything, he just grumbles, which is it's enough. Yeah, it's enough. <laughs> And we love him. Talk about duty there. Honor, God. loyalty to Hera. Was there when terrible things happened. I'm trying not to be spoilery. Yeah. Was there from the beginning. There was no job too big that he wouldn't do. He would be pissed and irritable about it, but he would still do it. That's what I like. About, like, the difference between him and R2.
1: R2 was sassy and obviously would... Talk a little shit, I'm sure, yeah. while he oh, was yeah. doing his job. But Chopper was very outwardly like, this is a terrible idea. You're a fucking moron. I'm going to plug in and do it anyway, but I'm yeah, going to bitch right. and bitch. The whole yes.
0: Time. <laughs> you expect me to do that? You expect me to do that? I could hear him say, like, yes. uh, bah, 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 bah. I don't know. It's just the way he says things. <laughs>
1: And the the way his tone kind of warbles a little bit. Yes, it, I think it's it shows that he's a little bit like um what's the term? Not unhinged,
0: but like a little bit off his rocker. You could you could say both of those things. Maybe unhinged. Yeah, I mean, he does have those little arms. He's always waving around. Like he's very very emotional. Like he's very he's very he emotes in the he's best Italian. way. That a, He's, a, he's, as I'm sitting here talking with my hands, <laughs> as a full-blooded our, Italian. I was going to say, our fellow Italian here. <laughs> who grumbles and uses his hands to talk. I, I feel one with Chopper, our boy Chopper. <laughs> I love him so much. Well, I, I have to talk about BB-8, because you want to talk about the most anxious of all the droids? <laughs> That jittery little thing. He's very anxious, very unsure of himself. Yeah. Well, especially after Han Solo just called him ball. I know. <laughs> I, love I love that. I love you. I love you, Han. Can we show some respect here? <laughs> <laughs> I just I relate to Han so much. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Yes. There's a piece of Han in all of us. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I have to admit, I really, really like BB-8. He's I like so him because he's like a pet, you know. Yeah, And, he is. and the the way Poe treats him, hugs him, rubs his head, you know, I know gives he him rubs his belly, even rubs his belly. Like <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah, but they're very cute together. He stays by Ray's side. This, they all the droids
1: tend; to, they're independent thinkers. But then, if they're given a direct command they seem to always follow through with that which reminds me very much of like a loyal dog mm-hmm. you know oh, yeah. it's, it's, they're free thinking sentient beings uh, to call uh, I'm talking about dogs sure. and yeah yeah right, right aren't
0: necessarily sentient but well we don't know that yet I'm still asking the question they might be <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess we'll find out soon according to some scandal in the google world right now but
0: oh.
1: yeah there's I don't know. There's
0: something special about droids. You cheer. You, you kind of light up. You get cheerful whenever you see them. Like, like we were talking about in real life. Mm-hmm. You take pictures with them. They're they're like fixtures in Star Wars. I, you can't think of Star Wars without droids, right? And I know we talked about... Yeah. We well, probably skimmed over 3PO and R2 a little too much, but everybody knows about them. We're trying to give love to every single droid that we love that may not get their their day in the sun do you have any like much lesser known droids that you love well i fell in love with one of the droids on the freaking star cruiser the halcyon the galactic star cruiser hotel and oh yeah she was an artificial intelligence female programmed droid called d309 and she was on our screen in the bedrooms and you could turn your screen on and talk to her. And the more you talked to her, the more she got to know you and the more she would open up and she would give you clues about, you know, your missions and stuff. And she would ask you, so how was your day? You know, and she had this very, oh, hello there. How are you? Hello and welcome aboard. You know, it was was very fluid (laughs) and like not computerized at all. She read us a bedtime <laughs> st- or told us a bedtime story at night. That's adorable. It was, and she made this big intro like she was going to talk about the savior of the galaxy, the bravest hero she's ever known, who led the galaxy to success and and ch- championed through the tyranny of the empire. And we were like, oh, she's going to talk about Luke, and she said, R two D two. The most handsome of all <laughs> droids. And she, like, went on to talk talk about the original trilogy in the perspective of R2-D2's, like, point of view. And
1: it was... Oh, that's so clever. It was
0: really clever and really cute. And I really, really loved her. I really did. And so, like, I don't know that a lot of people know her, but those who have stayed there, and, of course, my friends listening to this who stayed there with us know all about her, d three. So, unless there's anything else, I'll let you get started exploring the ship. Best journey. How about you? Is there any really lesser-known droid that you love? <laughs> yes, there's two. Okay. There's one because they're
1: funny, and one just because they're goofy. Okay. Um, I love the Techno Service Droid, which is the droid that uh, Cad Bane has. <laughs> And he's voiced by Seth Green. Wait, is he
0: the square one? The square headed one? Yes, he's got a square head. He's got like a shoebox for a head. Yeah, yes. Yes. Seth Green? Uh huh. Oh my God. I didn't know he voiced that. Cad Bane really isn't very nice to that one. He's not, but But he's wonderful. But he's wonderful.
1: Because he he calls him, he keeps calling him a butler droid. Oh, and he keeps, oh. the service droid keeps saying, I am a techno service yeah. droid. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that, that was pretty good. I am a techno service droid, not a butler droid. Vanit, You are what I say you are. Gets
1: <laughs> get so offended. Um, But I also like the LEP service droid, which is oh, like a
0: demonic bunny rabbit. They do and they kind of like they they like waddle. Yes and if
1: they talk they have that funny kind of robotic voice. Yeah. I just they really entertain me.
0: Yeah they're cute and oddly shaped.
1: I'm a little bit afraid of them. I'd like be afraid to have one because I'd be afraid it would turn on me. Oh oh. (laughs) At some point. Absolutely. But.
0: Yeah, I think they're very cute and spooky at the same time. I have to talk about our girl, L337 from the solo movie.
1: Oh, yeah, because she's also the Millennium Falcon. And she is. Fucking badass.
0: Which is amazing to think about. Think about this for a second. Her essence lives in that ship, mm-hmm. the ship that everyone hates. <laughs> And yet, we all adore. Um. It, she was fiercely independent and and a kind of badass. Like how many droids go in, like waving their fist, like let's yeah. go, let's get them. Like she was the feminist of her time. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, the suffragette of her time in the droid world. I loved the her. Droid suffragette. So yeah. she was she she made enhancements to herself all the time right so she was constantly i want to talk i want to personify her for a second because i think she's a great role model because yeah you can make constant upgrades to yourself and better yourself at any time at any stage of your life even if you're a mechanical droid
1: yes and we don't mean that in a, like a physical
0: sense necessarily no no i mean like bettering yourself yeah. to be a better yeah version of yourself yes
1: yeah it's never too late to to work on your own well-being. Yeah. And, yeah. And she was There's cool for no that. And she,
0: late. her and Lando, think about it. How cool would it be yeah. to be a duo with Lando? Or... Oh, my gosh. It, yeah. Lando be a duo with her, L3. I mean, they were... They seemed a little bit in love with each
1: other, didn't they? they? they definitely,
0: <laughs> there was a fondness there. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was reciprocated on both sides or... I think there was just a fondness. He seemed pretty
1: heartbroken
0: when he thought she was destroyed. Well, I would... Poe was about to lose his mind because Ray injured BB-8 by the tree falling on him. Remember when the tree fell on him in Rise of Skywalker? No. She's like, what happened to the ship? And he said, what happened to the droid? And they were both <laughs> arguing over what happened to their beloved <laughs> mechanical things. <laughs> you know, like just just parents, overbearing parents. Yes, helicopter parents. Yes. <laughs> but, like, I think there was a true partnership, camaraderie, uh, trust, level of trust, similar to Han and Chewie, Lando and L3, you know? Yeah. If we're going the symbolic route. There's triple zero. Did you ever see triple zero? It's from the comic books. That's Dr. Afra, correct?
1: Yes. But
0: They're I don't evil. remember. She had a couple droids, right?
1: Yeah, she had triple zero, and what was the other one? BT one. Oh, something that's like right. That. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they're basically like the evil version of R two D two and three PO. Well, I mean,
0: three PO. <laughs> depending on the day, you could say three PO is the evil version of three PO. Like, yeah, depending. But these these droids
1: are always talking about like torturing people and draining everyone's blood. Good like, lord! They're really good like, lord. They're dark. Yeah, they're very dark. There's the very special droid, right, from Jedi Fallen Order. Yes,
0: BD-1. BD. And I haven't played the game yet because I was so afraid that something was going to happen to BD because he was so damn cute of the things I knew about him. So cute. But then I was reassured by our patron and dear friend Adam that nothing happens to him, so I can I'm free to play the game now. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> he reminds me not that I've played the game, but from what I understand, because he kind of kind of like float along with Cal, right? Yeah, like <clears throat> Cal. Kisses. He
0: uh bunches into himself and attaches to him, and then his feet come out and, and he then runs can along. A- Attached to his back, right? Yeah. He,
1: yeah, yeah. He kind of reminds me of um the little fairy that takes care of um link and the legends of zelda <laughs> the little fairy yeah it's called navi it's a little fairy that pops and goes hey oh <laughs> whenever then like a little message will come out on the screen at the bottom it's kind of like navi helps link whenever he comes up to something Navi will pop out and be like, hey, don't you want to try this or that? Or you can
0: use I it to see. ask questions. I and- see. Well, like I said, yeah. I haven't played the game yet, but he is BD is an exploration droid. It's so cute. Oh my God. And a very emotionally expressive droid, from what I do know. And a very best bud. A very best bud. Yeah. Again, again the sentient thing that I'm trying to figure out, is it programming or is it just called love? <laughs> you know, because BD kind of helps Kestis, from what I understand, he scans things, he, he researches things, he does all the, like, background work to help Kestis out. Of course, this is in a game, so that would make sense to me. My gamer brain is thinking, okay, that would that would help. If you have a droid, that helps yeah. help you on your journey in the game. But it's no different than... If Anakin was on a, a mission and R2 came along and did the exact same thing, mm-hmm. so droids are yeah. are immeasurably helpful to everyone who has them. And BD just seems like the cutest version of that. And weren't yes. there BD? Wasn't there a BD model in the Mandalorian or a Boba Fett at the mechanics? You know what's her name? Strangers with Candy. <laughs> what's the actress's name? <laughs> Who plays the mechanic who slept with a uh one of the a Jawa? A Jawa. Yeah. Didn't was there not a BD version droid in her like a mechanic's office or whatever? I could swear, and it was cute and it tapped its feet when it got excited.
1: I feel like you're right, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Well, yeah. Oh, the actress is Amy Sedaris.
0: Sedaris, yes. that's correct. Yeah, I was gonna say Amy something, but I didn't I couldn't remember her last name. Shame on me, I know.
1: Well, I couldn't remember either. She's a damn it's, legend. It's okay. She's fantastic. Yeah. Peli Motto? Peli Peli? I don't know how to say it. Yeah, name. I don't
0: know how to say it. That's why I didn't say
1: it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, she has the droids that are... God, I'll never remember what they're called. Um, They're the kind that are in the Clone Wars. And yes. Actually, it's the kind from um, Phantom Menace where Anakin tells Jar Jar... you bop them in the nose and that's what makes them close yeah
0: yeah and they they kind of roam dare i say in packs and then they help fix things
1: i can't remember what that droid is called it looks like it's wearing a little sun bonnet and has the big iris in the front um gosh i'll never
0: remember it now if someone can remember it
1: let me know because it's gonna drive me insane i'm
0: gonna look right now they're right here a D-U-M series? A dumb series? Is it literally called a dumb... Se- they're literally a pit droid. A dumb series pit droid. D-U-M-4-N-D. That's so sad. They're not dumb. We'll just say pit droid. Pit droid. That makes sense. Because they're in, the, like, a pit Because they work on ships. Yeah, yeah. They,
1: they're they mechanics, kind of. Interesting.
0: Well one more small droid if I may that I feel doesn't get enough love but should is little d o from the rise of skywalker the little green and white one who told ray no thank oh. you no thank you hello 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 no, 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 thank you
1: cuz he he's like abused or something yes, he was afraid and that terrible. was very sad
0: yeah and ray of course with her everlasting kindness yeah, took him along and and Dio befriended BB-8, and they're like the new duo. In head they're the new duo going forward with Ray. Yeah, you know, but he's super helpful and small and can fit in places, and he's just polite. No, thank you. The good manners was adorable, but also kind of sad. Very at the same heartbreaking. Time it yeah, was, it was a polite way to protect itself. Yeah. So again, as we approach the end of this episode, have you all been thinking about my question? Because I have. I think droids can feel. I think they can sense, not just, you know, from their programming, but I think when they find a good companion or master or whatever the term is, that they will form a bond that goes beyond programming. Yeah. That's sweet. And that's why I love droids. Okay, turning it over to you this week, the question's pretty obvious. Who is your favorite droid? We just gotta know and why. Do you you think they have feelings? Do they feel? I gotta know that question, but... Just keep it simple. Who's your favorite droid and why?
1: All right, next week, we are going to dive into some more Obi-Wan stuff. We're gonna discuss Obetine. Obetine, The ship between Obi-Wan and Satine Kreeze. So we're gonna just kind of dive into it, and talk about it and uh, get into some more of the details. So come on back here for some romance.
0: Yes, <laughs> all you romantics out there. It's an Obetine episode of your dreams.
1: Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. If you would like to support us, you can now do so on Patreon. And as always, follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy the podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple, please. And if you need just one place to find all of
0: these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the Force be with you always.